This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. I am happy to be here. Hello. What is your name? Amy Christian. And what is your primary role in the line dance community? Um, I'm a dance instructor, a dancer, and a friend. <laughs> I like it. And uh, where do you teach? Where is your base of operations? I live in Michigan, Muskegon. Um, and I teach in Grand Haven, and uh, I teach an uh, intermediate advanced class and a beginner class. How long have you been teaching for? Uh, teaching, probably, I started in 2000, I started line dancing in 2001, mm-hmm. and in, after two years I started teaching simply because I already had dance background, and I was going to classes and in the end, the, the students would come up to me and ask how the steps were. So I decided, you know what, I think I can do this. <laughs> so I started teaching. Um, I, I would say since 2003. Yeah. And who were your models when you were first becoming an instructor? Who did you look at and say, oh, I like the way they do it. I'll borrow some of those ideas. Um, wow. There's, of course, Rachel. Joe Thompson and Joe used to come I'm originally from Singapore yeah so and it's huge there line dancing is crazy there the government yes the government encourages healthy lifestyle it's run the country's run by uh, the government it's a tiny island but um, very uh, strong and powerful in for a tiny country in Asia and um, the government encourages uh, healthy lifestyle so we line dance everywhere, inside a mall, outside a mall, outside a train station. Um, any opportunity, because it, the country is built for community, for people. So we have all these nice parks with seatings and also lots of dancing uh, opportunities. Hmm. And so what had actually happened was, I've been dancing since I was 12. Um, and I'm 58 now, so that's a long time of uh, you know dancing. I've always danced, but I started with my parents came from India, and in 1958 they moved from India to Singapore, and that was when Singapore was like the new place to be. So people from China went to Singapore, people from India went to Singapore, you know, and a year later I was born, and so you know, majority of people are Chinese, and you know, and then there's a small group of us Indians and then the locals are Malay. So line dancing is huge there. We are so spoiled. You can dance every day uh, and you have, um, they post stuff up on the internet and they tell you what's the playlist. It's already there. So you can pick where you want to go dance, you know. Mm. And every Saturday uh, we go dance at an outside park. And so what actually happened was I always danced, did ballroom, did salsa, flamenco, you hip-hop, you just mentioned, I mean, think about it, and I did it, you know? I was so into dance. And I took this vacation in Washington, and I saw, they closed off this road, there was a stage, and there were people line dancing in country mm. where, you know? And I said, this is what I want to do, wow. you know? So I went back home. And I went to Borders Bookstore to look for a book that would show me how to line dance. And I actually found a book. Hmm. And they actually show footwork. It's so hard to figure out what they're trying to tell you to teach every dance. 
Um, was that Christy Thomas's book of line dance? Where the, it, there's a picture on the cover of like a, a woman like this with a bunch of friends. I, I don't know if it's the same one. Might be right. Okay, because I, I checked that one somewhere. out of the library. All right. Yeah, and so it's just fate because. Two Sundays later, on the Sunday papers, there was this big article about line dancing. I had no clue people were line dancing in Singapore. Mm. So, you know, it had all the information and, you know, and they teach at church halls and stuff. So, um, I went to a few classes, you know, for three months I was doing a class and then I actually went to a social and I saw this young man with a group of young kids and that young man is Philip Sabrila mm -hmm. and I just went up to him and I said who are you and where do you teach I want to learn I remember saying that because he just looked so cool with the kids and and he was doing all the funky stuff when I joined in 2001 it was trans it's changing from country you know it was changing to non-country they were doing Quando uh, and Quando, you wouldn't remember that. Um, <laughs> older stuff, you know. And it was changing to pop. And so I started taking lessons from Philip. And um, what had happened was, so we'd go to this park every Saturday. There was like 25 of us and a lot of teenagers. And we'd dance from 6 o'clock to 10.30 out. And Singapore was hot and humid. And we didn't care, we just danced, and when we stopped dancing, we were drenched, you know? But we had such a great time. So, um, what had happened was, I decided to try choreography, mm. you know? And so two of my girlfriends and myself, we wrote this dance, it was a competition going to happen in Malaysia, which is just across the border. And so we wrote this dance called Never Gonna Get It by On Vogue. Mm. You know? Never Gonna Get It. Yeah. And, um, we came in second place by two points we lost, you know. And uh, I remember Yvonne um, Anderson was one of the judges and she loved it. And so anyway, to cut this long story short. Oh, please, the, go on. <laughs> the following year, there was this huge event in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And people from Asia, everywhere, Japan, Indonesia, Australia, all were going to go to this, this line dance event with a choreography competition. And so I always loved this song. It's called Feel So Good by Sonic. It's a British Love artist. And feel yes, so good. that's the one. And I always loved that song. So I thought I started playing with that song. But it had a section that didn't have any rhythm. Mm. You know, so I was like, what do I put here? Mm. But I come from a country where Tai Chi, you know, the Chinese form, kind of martial like art. Energy form. in and the yes, body. Right. Mm -hmm. And I always loved that. You know, you, you watch them and you're like, they all listening to the same music, but we don't hear it, you know, because they're so in sync, you know? So I thought, let me try that. So I put 32 counts of just mostly arms. And then I taught it to my group of uh, students because I started teaching that group already. Me and Philip would teach. And um, I, I, my sister was dancing with me and I, I showed it to her and I said, is this crazy? What do you think? You know? She said, it's different, you know? So I taught it to them and they loved it. So I entered that dance um, in this event in Hong Kong. And um, when I entered, Simon uh, was one of the judges. That's why he's very special. He's got a special thing. I mean, I feel like 
something special with him. Um, Simon was one of the judges, uh, Doug and Jackie. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Oh, Barry Amato, mm. you know? And um, I, because I have dance background, you know, I prepped my whole, it was going to be a show. <laughs> you know, if you're going to compete, you have to have the outfits and everything. I remember sitting up the night before we flew to Hong Kong, cutting these strips of white material because I wanted it tied to the arms. So when mm. we did the arm stuff, you would have all these white, you know, material. Streamers. Yes, correct. So we did that and I took first place. And I, I remember what Simon said to me. And I actually, two years ago, I went up to him and I said, Simon, do you remember what you said to me after I won? He said, no, what did I say? I said, you said, I don't know which I like, I love more, you or the dance. And that's what he said to me. And he, Simon replied to about two years ago. He said, oh, that's easy, Amy. You, of course, dances come and go. You know, that's Simon, you know. So, feel so good. Um, surprised me how people liked it you know I just experimented put something different and it kind of went viral I'm sitting I've seen in the video I think now you? that you mentioned the streamers yeah. I, I remember it's looking the original the competition video mm -hmm. out there and it was very cool I'm sitting in Singapore and I'm reading the line dance newsletter and all these people are talking about my dance and I remember Big Dave saying something like we just learned this dance and we don't know if we love it or hate it but we're dancing in it in our bedroom in our pajamas and it was so cool so what happened was I noticed that Doug and Jackie was going to teach it at their Vegas dance explosion event so I wrote Doug and I said I'm coming and he wrote me back if you're coming you're teaching I'm like what you know and I mean that was a big deal for me because I only taught in Singapore and Malaysia you know so I fly to, uh, to Vegas and these total stranger dancers comes up to me and says, Amy, we're here to dance your dance. And I was, it humbles you, really. So I had this class, this workshop, and I was nervous as heck because I see Joanne Brady. And the funny thing was, people already taught, um, Brian McWeather taught it, everyone already taught it. And they were all in this class. Oh, and I, I told Joanne really, I t you know, when I roomed with her at one of the events, I said, I said, Joanne, remember when I was there and I had to teach Feel So Good? She said, yeah, kind of remember. I said, you really helped me. She said, how? I said, because I was so nervous and I looked across and you were in the back and I saw you and you kind of just gave me a little wink, you know, and I said, it was, and that smile, it calmed me, you know. And she, she gave me a big hug and we both teared. <laughs> but that was the start of people noticing me, you know, in my choreography. So that was really, really cool. What an awesome experience. And Lu I still remember what Louis said when I first met him in the, in, you know, the room, the green room where we have our meals. He said, Amy, all the choreographers hate you. I'm like, what? Why? He says, because your dance is requested like five times a night. <laughs> and you know, that was very cool. Hmm. So that's how it all got started for me coming to the US. And so I was flying back and forth, you know. And, and years later, um, I wrote, uh, you know, I wrote dances in between. And I'm so lucky to write the second dance that has become a classic. 
So it's um, from Slumdog Millionaire Jai Ho. Mm. So what had happened was, you know, the, the movie came out and there was this big dance sequence at the end of the dance. And I had heard that Maggie Gallagher was going to write a dance. So I, you know, I, I, I had no interest to, you know, write a dance. But I had all these emails from people saying, Amy, you have to write a dance. I'm like, no, Maggie's going to write a dance. They said, no, it's all right. We can do two different dances, you know. So I listened to the original track. And it, had, it was so praised that it would be an A, B, C, D, E, F, G dance, you know. Mm. And then Pussycat Dolls came up with their version. Mm. Perfect. So I wrote this dance and I put Bollywood dancing, you know. I put real classical Indian dance. And I, that was my first, as a child at 12 years old, that was my first dance lesson. You know, so I really have some Indian background, even though I'm not the... Indian from India, I'm a modern day Indian from Singapore, you know. So I put these arms and I, I was going to teach it. I think it was Judy McDonald's event. And I remember teaching it there. And I had a nice small group, you know. And I didn't know how people were going to take with that Bollywood arms, you know. And I remember Junior Willis. He was standing, leaning, and watching. He was not even dancing. And that man is so gifted he can watch and he'll dance he'll tell you oh the tags on this wall and like you know so he loved it so much he took it back and here's a southern boy da dancing Bollywood he taught the heck out of it everywhere he went you know and when I went to events um, Guyton liked it so Guyton would stand next to me and I'd call it out you know because he wasn't going to take a lesson you know he's Guyton so I would call it out and then you know then Will would be in it. and so Every time I, you know, Louis played a song, I had Guyton would grab me and I had to dance next to him. And I remember dancing that dance two years later and he looks at me and I was still calling out a step. He says, Amy, I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm so blessed um, that dance has become my second classic. Oh my God, it's so cool. So, um, I've written dances in between here and there and um, a about 11 years ago, I moved to the U.S. I decided that this is where I want to be because I, this is my passion. And I'm, it's too expensive flying every year, once a year, you know. So I decided to move here. And um, I, I live in Michigan. And I love it. And I, now I can go to events here. And, you know, it's just like this event right now at Windy City. It's just... I was sitting back last night and I was telling my, my students, I said, you know, I'm one of my friends, and I said, I didn't know the dance, obviously, so I was sitting down. <laughs> so I'm looking, and I'm looking at these people, all these people on the dance floor, and they're people from all ages and all walks, walks of life, and, and this joy that we all have, this passion. And I, I'm so sad for people who don't dance. Mm. You know, it just makes our life so much better. And it's so funny, we are really crazy because like before we came on this trip here, everyone was writing how if we had a small time, it, whether it's airport, train station, we will line dance. I always say line dancers are shameless. We don't care, you know, we'll just, we need to dance, we need to practice. So yeah, I love it to death. I love teaching, it, you know, I love, I love the joy it 
gives when they get to dance, you know, such, yeah, so it's my passion. And um, I have to mention that last year I wrote Woman Up with Rachel. Oh, yeah. That one got big. I actually said, now I can retire, but not. But I'm like, <laughs> you know, I wrote a dance with Rachel and I'm, you know, I'm so honored that she would do that with me. So love it. We'll keep on dancing as long as I can. And I, I push it. I, I'm the crazy lady. I can sit in an airplane and I'll look at the guy next to me and I say, do you dance? And then I'll start this conversation about line dancing. <laughs> and I always sell line dancing because I've done all sorts of dancing, you know. And most of the other dance uh, genres, you need a partner. So we're, I'm old-fashioned. I'm not going to go up to a guy and ask him to dance, you know. And your favorite song is playing and you're, you're stuck, you know. And if you did like salsa, you're stuck with one kind of, you know, music lap. So I think line dance really works well. And I always say it's the best, it's the most people-friendly uh, genre of dance because they we break it down. You know, I've taken hip hop. They just tell you, okay, do this, 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 and you, yeah. I'm like, uh, not. You know, so yeah. I think it's amazing. I think I love it. I think about that sometimes when I see these professional like hip hop crews. They can uh -huh. do such amazing things, and yet when they learn it, they're the only ones who know it. Exactly. Roy or Fred or Shane can do those kind right. of movements. But then they show you how to do it. Right. And they're like giving back right. these amazing skills they have. That is so cool. Mm. That, you know, we have people who will, you know, to help us do the moves the way you're supposed to do it and teach it the way it's supposed to be done. I still remember um, uh, we were going to do a performance with my students and we would practice every Sunday in, uh, in somebody's basement, you know. And I have this dance called Are You Ready, which is my version of hip-hop, you know, and it's written to an awesome song. It's by Rain, the Korean dancer, hip-hop singer, dancer, and the music is so good. So I remember that one of my students' teenage sons watched us dance it, and he told his mom, Mom, can you teach me how to do that? And I think it's so cool that a teenage guy is telling his mom to teach a dance move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, it is cool that we have people like Guyton and Fred and, and Darren and all to take dancing to a higher level, you know? So. In Singapore, you were an instructor among perhaps many, and now you've come out to the United States, you've made a big When you go back, how are you received? And also. Actually, that's a ahead. very good question. Okay, go right It's ahead. very strange. And um, I've heard Scott say that too, you know, that um, they don't do many of my dance. For some reason, it's a very weird people thing, I think. You know, they won't pick my dances. You know, they will pick, you know, other choreographers, you know, well-known. We all want to dance the well-known because you know it's going to be good, you know. But I do have a, you know, a very nice connection with the dancers and when I go back, I'll try and go to a, you know, a social, you know. And they have a cool thing that they do in Christmas, on Christmas Day, there's this road, um, this whole stretch, it's shopping, malls, uh, hotels, food, it's like a place you hang out, like a cool place to hang out. They close off the roads there and they light up for Christmas and decorate and they line dance on Christmas Day. Wow. And we start at 3 and end at 10.30 at night. So Singapore's all summer throughout the year. So, you know, it starts in day and by 6.30, 
it's lit up and it's awesome. If you go on YouTube and put Singapore Christmas Day line dancing, you'll see all these videos. And when I'm there, one of my dancers was huge, is still huge. It's become a classic in Singapore and Malaysia. Um, I taught it here years ago at Walls, you know. So the dance is called Don't You Wish. It's Don't You Wish Your Girlfriend Was... Okay. Uh, we listen to a lot of the same music, apparently. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so what had happened about that dance was so funny. I think Shares Walton, somebody else wrote a dance to Don't You Wish, you know. So my sister, Ina, who doesn't line dance, came up to me and said, Amy, me and my girlfriends want to dance um, for one of the husband's birthday and they want to dance to that song. So she said, can you make it easy? I said, sure. So I couldn't put coaster steps, steps sailor steps, nothing like that. So I came up with this A-B dance, but it's very basic, but it had, it's, it's a Pussycat doll song. It had to be a little hot and sexy. <laughs> so I put this, you know, I came up with this dance. And I taught it to my sister and her friends, had that party, and, and at one of the dance socials, they played that song. So I taught it to a, one of my students, and we were doing my dance. And all the other teens that we danced with came up to me and said, Auntie Amy, Auntie Amy, we want to learn that dance. I'm like, okay. So I taught it to my group, and you know, we had like a nice like 20 pe you know, people size group. So the next time, we went to another social, outdoor social, with other line dance instructors and their students, you know, and they played the song. And so the others were doing what they learned. But my dance was so easy, people just jumped in. And they started learning it on, the, on their own. The instructors never taught it. So now, it's become a classic dance. So if you put don't you wish, and the way they, the Asians in Singapore will say don't chow wish, you know, they will say it, that's the way they pronounce it. Then when I go home, they say, Amy, don't chow wish, don't chow wish, we got to play that, you know? So, um, so it's become a classic dance in Singapore. It's, it's a cute dance, it's, it's sexy, it's so cool to see all these women wanting to do a booty push. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> But yeah, you should just go check it out. It's a cool little dance. I'd love to bring it. Because I think back then, people weren't so open to too many arm stuff. And I was always an arm person. It feels so good. And, you know, Jai Ho, you know. So, yeah. So I think I'd like to try and teach it here and see how, how it, you know, takes. And bring it back. I taught it years ago. So, so that's... The line dancing there, it's still huge. You know, uh, if I, if I, when I go home, I'm going home at Christmas time, I'll try and at least go to one or two dance, you know, socials and see my friends. And yeah, they're very welcoming. They really are. It's just that weird that they will not really pick the instructors. It's just weird because, like I said, Scott one time said to me years ago, and we were in Indiana at one of his workshops, and there was all these locals and we got up to do his dances and they didn't know them. Hmm. So I said, Scott, why aren't they, why do they not know your dance? He said, oh, the instructors won't teach them. So that's, huh. so I was pleasantly surprised. It's, it's a human thing. It's not only a Singapore thing, you know? Right. So yeah, for some reason. But Woman Up was taught because, of course, Rachel wrote it with me. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, well, 
you know. Who does get taught there? Who who are some of the names that they lean toward? Um, there's quite a few. You, if you go, I mean, if you go on YouTube, a lot of the videos come out of Singapore and Malaysia. Lots of them. You know, um, I can think of Robinson, uh, Winston, Vincent, and Felicia. Um, yeah, who else? This, yeah, the Elin and Peter. So there's a bunch. It, it, there's a Peter and Elin has a website. What was it called? Yippee. Hmm. They used to have all the step sheets. You know. Yeah, and if you go on their website, you can see they're crazy. They're extreme dancers. A lot of Asian countries are that way. Hmm. They just want more, more, more. They want new, new. They, most of them take three classes, and each class they will teach three dances. Hmm. So they're really extreme about learning. And, you know, but the bad thing about that is as soon as they learn it, it's gone because they replace it with another five dances every week. So when I go home, they, it's pretty cool. I mean, a lot of dances I would know, but then there's a lot of stuff that it's brand new and they're already doing it, you know. And they have this thing about wanting to put a video out. You know? Like Rebecca, her her videos are oh, art. Yes, her her videos tell a story. You know, they movie videos. They, they, that's really cool. That I love that. I think it's taught us to be more creative that way when we put out our videos. I think it's her and Philip Sobrilo. They they very creative like that. Philip's very talented. He's a natural dancer. You know, um, he taught me. Uh, the funky side mm. and I, I still remember I was still wearing cowboy boots and hat and he said um, <clears throat> Amy we're doing Michael Jackson <laughs> you gotta lose the boots <laughs> you know so yeah so little by little yeah I lost the boots I mean I love my boots but <laughs> but yeah so same thing happened to me after really? my first Vegas I was I showed up there from the country bars wearing my boots and buckle right. and everything and I, I realized like for the dances I New boots were fine, right? And then for this world, dance shoes, right? And it, <laughs> so it I bought them. I can't wear those boots anymore; they hurt. But I want to say something about the line dance world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people when you say line dancing, they just have this horrible picture, and they're very negative. You know, so when I first moved to the U.S. and I knew I had to start a dance family in order for me to dance. So it was a selfish move, but you know. So I went to the community center and before I did that, I didn't want to call my class line dance. So, because we do modern line, uh, the music. So I sat down and I, you know, kind of came up with line fusion dance. You know, because we do a fusion of music, you know. So um, I, d- I started with a sampler lesson. And they, you know, so all these people who came had no clue what it was, you know. So I demoed, no, I taught them a dance and then I made them take a break and then I demoed uh, four different genres. I did like a Latin, a hip-hop, a waltz and maybe an Irish dance, line dance. Just a, a wall or two to show them what they will get to do in a year or so, you know, if they kept coming to class. And, and they were like, wow, you know? So then I taught them the second dance in that hour. At the end of the dance, I said, so you just became a line dancer. I just taught you line dancing. They went, no. <laughs> I'm like, yes. 
and I, I, you know, my students have become my best friends now, you know, and they told me, they said, Amy, if you had said line dancing, that that little uh, brochure or whatever, the, you know, from the community center, I wouldn't have showed up. So, yeah, so I, it's so sad that people have that idea of line dancing. And I know some, I've like, in England, they call it new, new line. New line. Right. And, you know, and a lot of times, I guess when dance is dance, it don't matter what, I always tell people, just dance. It doesn't matter. You don't have to do line dance, just dance. But I just wish places where they do teach, which is bars all over the world, across US, um, I wish the instructors would take the trouble to learn something new. Because when I moved from East Lansing, Michigan to Muskegon, I thought there was no dancing. And then I discovered, oh, there's so many line dancing here, you know, dancers here. But when I went there, they were dancing 30-year-old dances. And I'm like, really? I, I, it almost took me back in time, you know? So it's just so sad that people don't take that trouble or not informed. You know, we have the internet. We're so spoiled today. You know, you really, a lot of people who can't go to a class can learn a dance on their own. So I just wish, you know, there was a better way to talk, you know, just promote line dancing. I ended, I encountered the, the same sort of difficulty in my senior group where I would call it line dance and people would be like, oh, I'm not into line dance, I'm right. into that country stuff. So I changed the name. The one in the evening I called Body Boogie. The oh. one in the morning I called Morning Movement. Same exact content. Changed <laughs> nothing about the dancing. But people were more inclined to do sure. that because they know, oh, well, I should be moving. Right. Uh, my doctor says that's good for my health, right. so I'll show up and see what they do. Right. And it's line dance. Right. It's just under a different name. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Frank Trace was saying something earlier about how word of mouth is so huge mm -hmm. that you can just sit down next to somebody, you talk to your bank teller, and work line dance into the conversation right. somehow. Like you were mentioning about yeah, the plane. Yeah, I do that. I, I was going to, I can't remember which event in Florida, and I, I when I spoke to that young man, I said, do you dance? He actually said yes. He does. He did ballroom. So I said, do you know there's a big, huge line dance event? And I, I, right away, you know, when I tell anybody, it's so funny. When I tell people, they say, what do you do? I say, I teach line dance. And right away, I'll say, it's to a nice mix. We don't just do country. It's almost like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, fix it or something, mm -hmm. you know. So I told this man, a young man, I said, come. You know, you can buy a day pass and just come. I said, try out a beginner class. He came. He took my beginner class. I was so touched. I felt like, oh, yes, I did. I convinced one person, you know. <laughs> it all starts with one. Right. Um, one of the nice things that, uh, you know, I love the compliments I get from people with videos and all, you know, in Okay, I have to back up. We form these awesome friendships through line dance. I have to talk about my buddy Anne Marie Sleeth from Australia. I've seen the name. Have you? She does a lot of beginner dances and you know. So this is what happened. I was still living in Singapore and I get this email. And she says, and it was Don't You Wish. She, she, she wrote and she said, Amy, I loved your Don't You Wish. I, I saw the video and, you know, she said her mom had passed a few years ago and she stopped line dancing, you know. And she was just, you know, not happy and sad. And, and she said, 
that video made him want to go back to class. So, you know, and she said, I don't know where you are at, you know, but I just wanted to tell you I love that dance. So I said, I'm in Singapore, where are you from, you know? And she said, Australia, Melbourne, Australia. And from that day onwards till today, we talk every day. And I'm talking, oh, maybe 15, 18 years. I don't wow. know. And it's so cool because um, before I moved here, I had a um, workshop in Australia, Sydney, and uh, Anne Marie flew for the first time after me. I felt like knew her already, you know. And we finally met, you know, and she took, you know, my workshop and it was so cool. So Anne Marie, um, the, the, that's the friendships that we form is priceless, you know. You can get connected to people around the world, you know. It's so cool. If people wanted to connect with you, if they, if they are listening to this and they're thinking, wow, she sounds super cool and I, I want to communicate with her, how would people do that? What's the best way for people to find you? Um, my website is linefusiondance.com. Um, if you Google Amy Christian, it'll pop up. You know, and um, I have lots of YouTube videos, and you know, if you put Amy Christian line dance, and then all the information is there. You know, so thank you for um, asking. I'm sure. Yeah. Is there a message that you would want to share with all of the people out in the line dance community worldwide? DJs, instructors, event managers, all of them. <laughs> think you know just keep doing what we're doing I know sometimes you know it seems like a lot because you know we have so many choreographers and they, you know every time people get stressed out because we're learning new stuff and you know it's a lot of pressure trying to keep up you know there's no right way and wrong do it in your own pace just dance it just makes life so much better and just keep line dancing. I love it. I love my dance community. Love you guys. I like this event, you know. Um, it's like a family reunion. And I tear up when I just watch people, or, you know, all the stories. And I'm so thrilled because I always bring somebody new. And I still remember the first time I brought my students uh, from Lansing when I first started that class. And they came to this event. And this, this is what they said. They said to me, because they got to the ballroom on Thursday night and they see like hundreds of people doing the same dance. And this is what one of my students said to me. She said, it's like a secret underworld nobody told her about, you know? So it's so sad. We need to spread the word because it brings so much joy. I personally think um, line dance rescues people. You know, it's given us a passion. If we didn't have it, we'd be sitting home watching TV or, you know. This is something, like, I, I laugh about how in Singapore, we have all these um, housewives who had nothing going for them. You know, they would cook for their family, play mahjong, you know, shop. Singaporeans love to shop and eat. Um, and all of a sudden they discovered this new thing and it's music and it's dance and the next thing you know they're losing weight because it keeps you fit and the next thing you know they want to look good so they're shopping and buying these tight jeans and, and it really it's an all make you feel good thing you know so I think 
we should spread the word. And that's what I try to do. So I just think it makes us happy. And you know, the, we live in a stressful world, so we got to dance. Definitely. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for asking me. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I have one last question, sure. which is, what dance would you recommend everyone go out and learn right now? Right now? Hmm. Yours, anybody else's, classic, contemporary, any dance. Oh man, that's a tough one. Well, I just taught Rachel's Think You're Sexy. Mm. But I, I do love, I'm going to mention three. Okay, Go for so, it, yes. So my kind of favorite right now is Rachel's Think You're Sexy. Rachel and... Laura Lopez? Yes, thank you. I've yet to meet Laura, so I you know that name hasn't stuck. Um, I love Simon's Lady in Red. It's just so beautiful, and I think it's my my time. You know that song was huge back then. Um, so, Think You're Sexy, Lady in Red, and I have one more. Oh, I am your man. Which is uh, Fred Whitehouse and Neil Paulson. Oh my God, what a beautiful dance! Learn that dance. I'm your man. Well, great recommendations. <laughs> Thank you for, for sitting down and, and chatting no, about life. No, it was dancing. all my pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Until next time, we'll see you on the dance, dance floor. floor.